Hi, I'm Larry Kenny, and you're listening to Still Token with... Wait a second, who was that? That that was Larry Kenny, tonight's most awesome guest. And if you don't know Larry Kenny, you do. Because who doesn't know Thunder? Thunder! Thundercats! Ho! Or however it goes. <laughs> uh, okay, so we talked to Larry Kenny. Uh, you know, he's been uh, on radio, TV, beyond tons of stuff. And, uh, you know, not only Lionel, but, you know other classic characters as well but we dive into all of that coming at you right now the dorkening and all affiliated shows are not intended for anyone under the age of 18 the following may contain discussions or scenes that have adult situations graphic violence nudity strong sexual content and graphic language this show is intended for mature audiences only viewer discretion is advised But thank you all for joining us. Thank you. It's been a lot of fun. require raging retro reviews? Do you desire discussions with devastatingly dashing dorks? The Dorkening Podcast Network has nearly 30 shows to satisfy all of your nerdy, geeky, and dorky needs. From horror reviews and celebrity interviews. Hi, I'm Adam Green, the director of the Hatchet films and the star of Allison. Hi, this is Dominic Pace, who played the bounty hunter Gecko from The Mandalorian. Hi, I'm Mike Price. I'm a writer on The Simpsons. I co-created Epis for Family. Hi, guys. This is Dee Wallace from E.T. and Cujo. Hi, my name is Kurando Mitsutake, director of Gun Woman and Karate Kill. Hi, this is Samantha Newark, the voice of Jem and Jerrica from the original Jem and the Holograms cartoon series. As well as nostalgic trips into the past, pop culture, the latest in entertainment news, and so much more. Featuring a variety of shows and hosts that will simultaneously enrage, enlighten, and entertain you. Check out the Dorkening Podcast Network. My mom says I'm cool. Available on iTunes, Spotify, thedorkening.com, and wherever fine podcasts can be found. And now we are live on an awesome episode of Still Token With. And with us today, as always, we have the amazing Benjamin. How's it going, sir? I was looking for the amazing one. <laughs> I don't see him anywhere. What's happening? Hey. And uh, the equally amazing Jeffrey. What's happening out there? <laughs> Welcome to the show. It's uh, going to be a fun one. Oh, totally. It's going to be a fun one. Uh, Jeffrey, would I'm you gonna, like... I, 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 I just got to be careful. <laughs> I, I, was, I was told that I scare people. It was a joke. It was a joke. Yeah, you only yeah, scare them when you stand up. <laughs> Oh, you want me to do that? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> Thank you. So, uh, Jeffrey, would you like to introduce our awesome guest? Um, sure. Larry, <clears throat> Kenny, uh, voice actor. Uh, I think um, you know my wife's actually tuning in because she remembers Imus. 
Mm. I miss in the morning, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so do I. I miss in the morning. <laughs> I bet you do. I, I hope so. You know, and, and, and that whole thing about scaring people because Leo actually warned Larry <laughs> not to be scared of me or something like that. Well, so no. The first, thing, the first thing Larry had to do was, what'd you do, bourbon? Did you have a sock of Did you have a sock of did you have a sock of... <laughs> oh, My sponsor on, might be listening. Your sponsor? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think what I said was uh, don't scare him away because we'd love to have him on our other show as well. <laughs> oh, well, that's okay hey, hey, because listen, I'm not on that other show. Listen, I was uh, I was with Imus for 35 years. Nobody scares me. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Oh, wow. Uh, well, hey, we got Jabo well, says, uh, love Larry. He is one of one and only Lino, Lord of the Thundercats. Well, actually, that's not true. No. There are uh, two other Lionos, too, you know. Uh, Will F uh, Friedel, and from, from the Warner Brothers 2011 reincarnation, and uh, whoever's doing Lion-O on the current one, Thundercats Roar. I don't know who yeah. that is. But, uh, but uh, I was the first, yes. Yes. Well, that's why he said you were the one and only. You see? Yeah. In his eyes. Oh, well, thank you. Thank right, you. Right. But before before we get all into the, the Lino and all these other great characters that you voiced, let's I want to take it all the way back. All the way back. As far back as we can possibly Leo. Scream. <laughs> <laughs> well you were talking there. Well yeah, yeah but I can sure. I quickly say hi to one of my, my Facebook friends I just saw is on uh, Jabo McNeil. Hey Jabo. Hey, Jabo. Hi, Jabo. Welcome. Welcome. Enjoy the show. Make sure you like and subscribe to the page because just yeah. because. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we uh, we see uh, Jabo at uh, all the cons as well. He's uh, he's an awesome dude. Oh, good. Yeah. Good. Okay. Nice. nice, nice. But yeah, like I said, we, Jeff mentioned Imus, and, which we want to get into, but I want to take it all the way back to when mm. you first started. You were 15 years old. Is that correct? Yeah. Yes. 28 old. years ago. That's right. I, I, thought right. Was, I thought it was 26 years ago. So, geez, I mean, I don't know nice where my head is at. <laughs> yeah, I was uh... a couple of a couple of decades to that. <laughs> Larry, don't worry. I'll give you his yeah, address. I just, uh... <laughs> yeah, I was. Uh, it was about two weeks before my 16th birthday, so I, I was 15 when I got my first uh, paid radio job, uh, which was uh, 90 cents an hour, and I did two hours a week for the first few months. So I made a buck 80 an hour. Uh, I, I mean, a week. <laughs> uh, but no, wait a minute. Actually, you know what? They paid me 90 cents an hour. It was a two-hour show, but the, I actually I made I think um, four dollars a week because they paid me for uh, preparation time. With the show nice, nice. so you know i was doing pretty well but it was at in peoria my uh i'm from pekin illinois which is right in the middle of the state right across the river from peoria illinois where the radio station was and i had been doing a um, i had been taking a radio class in high school which was very rare back then we had our own studio did a, a 10 minute show every day over the uh, over the phone lines on a, on a local radio station and uh, one day I got a call from somebody at the big station across the river and said they, they heard me and would like me to come over and work there. So I did. That was in 1963. Wow. Yeah, sounds like a long time ago, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> 1963. Now, now do yeah. they, is it yeah. the voice? Do they like the radio voice? Is that is that like the basis of it back then? Yeah, I think so. <clears throat> yeah, I think so. The, the reason that came about was um, the program director of that station or somebody who worked there <clears throat> had a kid in our in our high school. So so his mother had to listen to that every day. Our, our radio show was on 10 minutes at noontime every day from high school. And we would give the, you know, the uh, <clears throat> sports scores from around the different schools. And uh, we would tell people what uh, uh, what they're serving in the, in the lunchroom today. So mothers wouldn't make that same thing at night. You know, it was a big hit show. Uh, and I, I think somebody's mother probably or wife said, you know, there's a guy on the, the little local high school show you should talk to. And he did. So uh, thanks, Mom. Well, <laughs> now, is, is that like, you know, I've, I've noticed that a, a lot of radio personalities have that like that deep, gruff kind of a voice. You know, what I mean? <clears throat> do you all like swallow squirrels or something? <laughs> <laughs> Who told you that? It's supposed to be a 
industry secret. <laughs> it was well, we just smoked, <laughs> most of us smoked a lot. That's and drank a lot. That's probably why. <clears throat> and then, of course, um, I'm mine's getting gravelly now because I'm getting older. You know, uh, but uh, yeah, yeah. Most people, at least back then, most people in broadcasting had had that stentorian voice. We call it. Yeah, ooh, right, oh, right, I'm right, on right. the radio. Yeah, no, not so much. Okay. Are you two done now? I'm just curious. <laughs> I mean, you, you've got him swallowing squirrels. He well, no, I was thinking I was about. It. I was asking, going. I was, you know? Well, I was going back and forth between squirrels or chipmunks. Uh, well, chipmunks would be more of a squirrels. higher voice, right? The chipmunks would be more for the females. Uh, Is this really what we're going to talk about? <laughs> Is this really? <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I, Is I, really I know why. Off the tracks. Off yeah. the tracks. That's really why I have my wife locked out of my office so that we can talk about squirrels. <laughs> I find it awesome that, you know, they taught radio in, in your high school. When, when I went right. to uh, high school, I mean, we had the AV club, and it was mainly, yeah. you know, just lugging a yeah. camcorder around, but nothing nothing as cool as radio. Nice segue. You know, you know I, I, I uh, it wasn't until I was, you know, grown and moved away and was, you know, working in radio in the big time. That it occurred to me, my God, we had we had that back in Pekin High School, a small school, a small town in Illinois, Illinois, you know, and we had uh, even to have a radio class was considered, you know, something. But we had a studio with state of the art for then for that time, equipment, big nice board and everything. Um, and, and so looking back on it, it was a, almost a miracle that we, they had that that school. Otherwise, I never would have been, you know, uh, where I'm at today. Right, right. So now, like, like you said, you, this all started in in 1963, um, yeah. and then you, you bounced around to numerous other stations over I, the I, next. No, no, <clears throat> no, no. I didn't no. bounce around. <laughs> breast, breast. <laughs> the idea. Did you, did you say breast? No, I said progressed. Oh, progressed. Oh, okay. Look it Leo, up, Leo. You're more than welcome to mute him. Yeah. <laughs> Look it up on your phone. Progressed. All right. Yeah. I'm sorry. I started in progress. Yeah. Yes. Moved up the ladder. Up the okay. Ladder. Now there are there are where a lot of guys that probably still are in radio who bounce around, you know. Um, but I got very lucky. I, I started in Peoria, and then after a couple of years, uh, I got a call from a fifty thousand watt station in, in Indiana, WOWO, and I was there two years, and then I got a job in uh, Cleveland, three years. Then I went to uh, Chicago for one year. And uh, then New York for now 48 years or something like that. Oh, so at the beginning, you did bounce around. No, he progressed. <laughs> he progressed. <laughs> he progressed, <laughs> Jeffrey. Progressed. I'm yeah. going to give him your home address after the show so that he can send you a nice little gift. Okay. <laughs> In a brown paper bag. A blow-up doll so I can bounce around? Yes. Okay. <laughs> So you ended up you ended up in New York, like you said, um, is and that's where you joined Imus in the morning, correct? Technically, that's another kind of story, not an interesting story, but uh, uh, I was working in Cleveland, as I told you, at one radio station, WKYC. Imus had just come to town and was working at another radio station in, in Cleveland. He was there for a year before he went on to New York. Uh, we were at different radio stations, so I never met him while we were in Cleveland. But one day while I'm on the air in Chicago, uh, an old friend of mine who had been my board engineer, my board operator in in, uh, in Cleveland, uh, called me and said, hey, you know, I'm, I'm running the board for Imus now. I'm, I'm the engineer on the Imus show. <laughs> and he said to me the other day, um, did you ever work with Larry Kenny at, at KYC in Cleveland? And Ryan, uh, Walt said, yeah, I was his, his board op. And I must said, well, I used to listen to him all the time. And uh, he was so funny. He did those great character voices and impressions. You'd think he would, you know, consider doing some stuff here on our show. And Walt said, I'll call him. So uh, he called me and I called uh, Imus. And uh, for a year, uh, I was on his show every day and had never met him. I was in Chicago. He was in New York. And during our newscast, we both had news at the top of the hour. Mm -hmm. uh, he would call me and he would say, today, let's do um, you be Nixon. And let's talk about Watergate, whatever. And we would ad lib for a couple, three minutes, you know, and did that for a whole year. Then I got a job in New York, and that's when I finally met him. So, well, that isn't it. That's I actually, you, I told you it's not an interesting story. No, actually, it's but, very interesting. Yes, it is. <laughs> I did, and, I, yeah, that, that, that's cool. It gives a whole new outlook to the I Miss in the Morning show. Right, right. <laughs> and a lot of voices that we heard. <clears throat> yeah. Yes. 
<laughs> Not the ones in your head, Jeffrey. <laughs> oh, well, they're over here, too. Okay. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah. All right. So, um, we, uh, so, you know, somebody already touched on the Thundercats with Lionel, which we, is absolutely awesome. But yeah, we're going to um, get into, we'll get into all of that after the commercial break. Oh, the, the, did the Thund- you just cut me off? Yeah. Wow. Wow. Okay. Well, I'm going to ask about Silverhawks. Go ahead. Because I know nothing about it. Well, it was uh, <clears throat> it was uh, another show by Rankin Bass Production Company, and it was very similar to to um, Thundercats. It came about because of the success of Thundercats. They said this is a it turns out to be a a big hit. This this um, format with uh, half half cat. Half animals, half human characters, you know. So let's try one of uh, people who are, as the introduction always said, uh, half half metal, half real. Silverhawks. So and they were in space. That's all I can tell you. All I remember. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. really more than I very similar. needed to know. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah. Um. I, well, I, I I was looking I was looking you up and I came across. I'm like I've never heard of that. That's why I wanted to ask you about it. So it really never went anywhere. Well, it was it was a pretty big hit. Was it? it? Was a pretty big hit. We did. Really? Yeah, Am I that old? Uh, well, yeah. it, it was. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you are. <clears throat> it was never as big as Thundercats, of course. Right, right. A lot right. of people, a lot of people liked it. Yeah, what, were was, gonna, what were you going to say, Leo? No, I was going to say it was another '80s, you know, cartoon. And Jeff, yeah. were you watching cartoons in the '80s? 80s um i graduated in 81 so probably not no no he was starting off his college my college my college party days where i disappeared for years i'm just surprised you graduated (laughs) (laughs) wait a minute i never said i graduated yes you did no, yeah, you, you yeah, you did. You graduated in '81. You said high school. No, that's high school. Oh, high school. That's okay. the grade. Well, I didn't say that. I just said I'm, I'm surprised. <laughs> I didn't. You gradu- I didn't Frankly, I, I'm surprised you graduated high school. No, I did. Or, I was very smart. And then I went to college. Grade. <laughs> no, seriously, I was very smart. And then I went to college, and it was all down. I think from we that. might have a new co-host here. <laughs> <laughs> really? No, no, well, you don't. Have four of us on the screen. <laughs> Oh, I was waiting for it. I was just waiting for him to give you. Just, he's been very patient. You can see it in his eyes. You oh no, see. he's he's formulating digs right now. Oh yeah, he's formulating. He's like just I'm, like I am. Yep, yep. It's the battle of the minds. <laughs> you know. But Let's stop doing that and talk about the show, okay? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, go ahead. Excellent. Go ahead. Go ahead. I know you got more questions, Jeff. Well, no, because you wanted to wait for some of it until after the commercial break, so. Oh, well, okay. I will honor that. Yeah, because, you know, a lot of people love Thundercats, and I'm sure we'll yeah. spend a lot of time on that. And I, for one, you know, I remember watching it, you know, rushing home and watching it after school, like the reruns and stuff and uh, Saturday morning cartoons. So, yeah, Thundercats. Oh, yeah. Thundercats was, was definitely my jam. Oh, yeah, definitely. Most yeah. most definitely. When, when I saw the opportunity oh. to have Larry on, and I said, wait a minute, you mean the voice of Lionel? Really? <laughs> Leo, I promise we won't scare him <laughs> off the show. <laughs> Can you get him for us? <laughs> and, and now Larry's sitting there going, really? Why did I agree to this? Well, you, you know, but well, you did other impressions too, like Nixon and, you know, you yeah. uh, when you were on the IMA show. You know what I mean? Yeah. You, want to, you, yeah. you want to throw a few out? Uh, yeah, well, let's see. Guys, it's been so long ago. I did, uh, <clears throat> as regular characters on the show, I did um, <clears throat> Nixon, Kissinger, uh, your young viewers won't even know who these people are. Uh, Walter Cronkite. Um, we had Walter on the show a couple of times, and one time I'm, he was sitting right next to me, and he had written a book about his life, and it started out, the book started out, uh, uh, my father was a dentist. I think that's how it started out. So uh, we're, I'm, we go on the air, and I'm a, uh, he always would start an interview with, uh, "Why did you, you know, why did you start, why did you start the book that way?" or um, some kind, of, some sort of a comment about the first line of the book. So the show, the director says, three, two, one, you're on," and Ima says, um, "Mr. Cronkite, how are your teeth?" <laughs> <laughs> Walter looks at me and he goes, 
my feet. What? How are my feet? <laughs> I said, no. <laughs> he, he asked, how are your teeth? Because your father was, oh, my, my teeth, oh, my teeth are fine. <laughs> I thought you asked about my feet. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. That's, um, yeah. I do on the show. I did the Elvis a lot, Elvis Presley. <clears throat> Jeez, these people are all long dead. Um, I remember them all. Like, whoever popped up in the movie, well, you, you're old enough. Um, I mean, you know, young people, they don't know who those people were. Uh, so I did people like that, you know, uh, politicians. Um, I can't even remember all of them now, but uh, it was a lot. Yeah. Wow. What, what was your favorite to do? I always liked doing uh, Nixon. In fact, we got to the point where he was using um, a show opener uh, that, I, that I did. Um, he had a jingle. I was in the morning. So whenever I'd come on as Nixon, I'd go, how you doing? I was in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's awesome that is awesome so that was cool. <laughs> i uh i hear you do a uh really good john wayne <clears throat> well i used to a long time ago pilgrim but i don't anymore because again nobody knows who john wayne was <laughs> <laughs> i do i do too yeah, yeah. i remember john wayne yeah <laughs> not my, that young my, my john wayne was never that great it's just a fun fun one to do you know I had, um, I remember a time, uh, you ever heard of a guy named John Biner, a comedian named John Biner? He was very big back in the 60s and early 70s. And he, I saw him on Ed Sullivan one time. He, he did impressions too, he did really great impressions. And he said um, on the show, he, he was, Johnny Carson asked him about his impressions. He said, do you do John Wayne? And Biner said, no, but you know, I'll tell you what, I had a priest in school and this guy looked, I mean, this guy sounded just like John Wayne. He didn't look like him or anything, but he sounded just like John Wayne. Oh, and he walked like John Wayne. So I'm going to get up and show you. He says, so every, every Sunday, the, the guy would walk into church like this. <laughs> he's got the swing. Well, Dominus Vobiscum, partner. Hail Mary, full of grace. <laughs> wow, that's awesome. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I am. Yeah, <laughs> that's great. That's great. <laughs> that was awesome. So, from from there, you actually <clears throat> ended up hosting a TV show, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I hosted a game show in New York for uh, <clears throat> for. Three years back in the late seventies. Bowling Did it have for to do with balls. Yep. Bowling yes. with balls. Yes. Yeah. Well, almost everything I do uh, pretty much had to do with balls. But this particular. <laughs> oh, you got him loosen. You got him to loosen up. <laughs> he's looking over his shoulder now. He's making sure nobody's coming. <laughs> I want to know who said that. It wasn't me. Nice. Um, I said it. I'll, I'll take blame. It was a it was a, a game show called Bowling for Dollars, and that's exactly. In fact, you know that horrible thing in Columbine where they did a movie called Bowling for Combine. Oh yeah, that's where he took the title from. Why I'll never know. But uh, uh, people would come on the show, and we did it at uh, Madison Square Garden, uh, Madison Square Garden Bowling Center, half an hour every night, five nights a week on uh, Channel Nine in New York, and um, it was done in I think about. 15 cities around the country, but all with the, each with a local host and local contestants. That was the whole idea of the show. And um, people would come on and uh, I'd chat with them a little bit and then they would go over and roll their first ball. If you got uh, one strike, you won, I don't know, 25 bucks. Remember, this was 1976. And if you got two strikes, you'd win something a little nicer, a blender or something. If you got three strikes, <laughs> Not a toaster, a blender. I like a blender. You could have your pick. If you if you want a toaster, by God, we'll get you a toaster. Uh, for three strikes, it gets better. For three strikes, you could win uh, like a week's vacation. You know, uh, well, in our case, we didn't have that much money to give away, so we'd we'd give you a vacation of like uh, 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 five nights and no days in Miami. Anyway. Uh, if... <laughs> So um, was it? Uh, was it? And was if, you, it, if you got four strikes in a row, you win a brand new car. So how about that? Wow. And we gave away several. Now I, I remember watching the show, 
but I can't remember if it was big balls or little balls. <laughs> well, in my show, it was big balls. Okay. <laughs> As I told you, there were, there were uh, different hosts around the country. Uh, I think Jim Lang did it in, in L.A. And um, Wink Martindale did it in San Francisco. You know, people like that. Right. <clears throat> so now that they've touched. I don't know. What's that? Go ahead. I just, I'm just saying I don't know how big the balls were on those shows. I, I don't want to know. <laughs> um, Leo. Yes, sir. Leo. Leo, run that commercial, please. Leo, it's time for commercial. Uh, okay, so uh, we'll run the uh, commercial, then I'll come back on you, Ben, so you can uh, intro what where else we're going to see. Uh, so... How long is the commercial? We have time to. Uh... Oh, yeah. You got to pee? Yeah, you, you have, have time. to pee. That door right behind me? Yep. <clears throat> He's running. You scared him away. Uh, yeah, you got a couple minutes, Larry. Okay. Okay. I was only kidding. Anyway. Go ahead. So I, I want to thank everybody for watching this evening. Uh, we're definitely going to be covering a lot more with Larry in, uh, after the ad. And I uh, want to point <laughs> uh, want to point everybody to the show notes because uh, there's some awesome stuff happening. Uh, so GalaxyCon, uh, where it's a virtual event with Larry Kenny, that's coming up. Uh, also, uh, there's exclusive memorabilia with a team up with Epic Toys and Collectibles Larry is doing. And I got those links in the show notes. And also, as always, we love supporting indie businesses. Uh, and uh, the sponsor of our network here is Deadly Grounds Coffee, a little mom and pop shop here in Connecticut. They make the absolute best coffee you'll ever have. Uh, but here's a zombie talking about coffee. Everyone thinks because you're a zombie, you don't know good coffee. Well, they're wrong. There's only one brew that gets my seal of approval. Deadly Grounds Coffee is my guilty pleasure. The aroma is so intoxicating. It brings all of my neighbors out of the woodwork. Deadly Grounds Coffee. Coffee to die for and zombie approved. It's good to get a little deadly. Use the front door! Oh, they're so disgusting. Okay, and Ben, we have something awesome you want to show everybody. What? <laughs> so, as most of you know or don't know, we have been um, diligently filming since September of last year the live action to coincide with the comic books. Well, we were blessed about 15 minutes before the show to get a little teaser of that. So, for... What the fuck are we going to do now? Get high. It was more fun that way. Jeff, it looks like you got hurt yeah. with uh with that shelving that dropped. Good stuff. Good stuff. I like it. It was fun. It's it's been it's been it's been really really fun. We've had the pleasure of uh, just for Larry here because most of the people watching know or the people that know us uh, <laughs> to work with Bill Diamond from um, Diamond Productions. Bill yeah. was involved with the Henson family for a long time. Gremlins, Muppets, Sesame Street, Dark Crystal, uh, plus numerous commercials. And if you're a New York gentleman, you must know the Yes Network, and he does a lot for the Yes <clears throat> Network. Oh, great. He, Go he Yankees. Just won, he just won his third Emmy for Buzz in the Bronx. Go Yankees. Yep. That's, that's our, yeah. yeah. And he won an Emmy for what? Buzz in the Bronx. Fantastic. Yeah. Way yeah, to so. go. So that's who those we're are working funny with. Spots. Those, are, those are very funny spots. Yeah. Uh, I like the first one at the beginning, too, with the uh, vampire type guy. Not vampire, the um, Dracula sort of guy. I have, a, I have a Dracula sort of guy, you know, in my history, too. You, know? mm -hmm. you, you, you do. You do. Count Chocula. So how is Chocula, it like, yeah. how is it, how is it playing that? I mean, that that's, it's a great serial. I mean, come on. <laughs> you don't eat that crap, do you? 
<laughs> Not anymore. No, I, 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 was more of a, I was more of a booberry, to be honest. <laughs> booberry, yeah. Yeah, I started doing uh, Count Chocula in <clears throat> 78, I think. I did it for uh, almost 40 years, 39 years. And um, Sonny the Cocoa Puffs Burger, too, 30, <laughs> 38 years. Yeah. Wow, I didn't know it was that long. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, well, wait, how been, could you have done it for 30? You, wait, how did you do it for 38 years if you were only 28 when we started the show? Oh, yeah. Oh, no, you started 28 years. Okay, okay, I'm getting confused with the numbers here. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, getting, I'm getting a headache from the numbers. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I started doing uh, the count in, I think, 78, and then Sunny the, a year after that. And I did them until, until uh, 2018, I think. Wow. Wow. Now that's, yeah. that's, impre that is, that's impressive. I know. I know. I've been very lucky and I've, I've had, um, <clears throat> I mean, most people in, in the voice business, you know, voiceover business, do commercials and things. Uh, it's very rare that you get a, a client that, you know, you stay that's doing the same spots for all that time. And then I, I I've been very lucky with that. I also have been doing, um, and now I've been doing Skittles for 22 years, I think. Oh you wow! Know, Skittles commercial. Yeah, really. I'm the guy. Yeah, I'm the guy at the end that says, "Feel the rainbow, taste the rainbow." No shit. <laughs> no Skittles. <laughs> Skittles. Yeah, Skittles, not shit. Skittles. 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 Yeah. <laughs> no kidding. Wow. Okay, Never, I did not yeah. know that. Neither did I. Yeah. Well, that's the thing you see on commercials. There's no credits on the screen, so people don't know who it is. Although these days with the internet, you know, you can find out easily. Uh, there's even there's several internet uh, websites that, that are behind the voice actors and who's doing you know what who's the voice on this commercial and that commercial yeah. but before that you know uh nobody know knew who was count chocolate or sunny the cocoa Puffs bird but I knew. right wow <laughs> i kind of I, yeah, yeah i'm kind I'm of blown away, away. <laughs> yeah. i mean yeah. you know knowing you did the voices but for that that length of time yeah that's incredible yeah, yeah. I'm very, proud of, that. I'm very, very proud of that. <clears throat> Thank you. Right? I'm very proud right. of that. Uh, you know, as I said, there are very few. Uh, and, and in fact, all the years that I've been in the business, I, I've never heard anybody tell me they had a, they had a client longer than that, uh, long running client. Like that. So I'm very lucky. Yeah, but you've done you've done numerous voiceovers. I mean, you actually did a voiceover for Grand Theft Auto Four. Yeah, I've been doing a lot of um, games lately. The, the, the video game uh, side of stuff. Oh, and <laughs> yeah, I think I think uh, um, Grand Theft Auto Four was the first one I did. I think uh, the first video game. Right, uh, right. Uh, I think that was for Rockstar Games. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah you, and, the uh, announce, the yeah. announcer on Beat One Hundred Two Point Seven. <laughs> Is that what he was? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, uh, and then I did. Uh, I'm cheating. Did, uh, I have my notes. <laughs> nice job. <laughs> nice job. <laughs> uh, so I have to take your word for it then. Uh, if it's I, wrong, I, I, blame, I blame Wikipedia. If it's wrong. <laughs> yeah. No, I actually I saw that on Wikipedia too. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Larry. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, that's okay. I'm just trying to remember uh, what I did. Like Mafia Two, I was on. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, Alan Wake was another one, a detective thing. Yeah. And most recently, uh, Red Dead Redemption 2. Yeah, that, right. that's huge. That's, 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 yeah, yeah. That's, that's, a, that's, that's amazing. I play, uh, play an old fart called J.B. Cripps on that one. <laughs> no? That game is friggin' phenomenal. Oh, yeah. she, she claimed to be royalty, but she had a, she claimed to be royalty, but she had a head the size of a goddamn pumpkin. <laughs> you know uh i i don't know if you guys uh played that game but it, it's 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 the type of game that like i would just sit down and play and just try to be like you know a cowboy for a while i, I wasn't even trying to finish the game you just yep. live in yeah. the world as a cowboy because it was so friggin' realistic yeah. you know and uh yeah on the horse Right around. Oh yeah, and, and yeah. you know, like like that your character, cool. all the characters you you interact with are just just incredible. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was the first on uh, on camera video game that I had done, and it was the most the most fascinating thing in all my. I've been in the business for sixty some years, and it was so new, so different. Because most of the time you're in a little recording booth, you know, yeah. with a microphone, and nobody sees you. But um, 
I'm sure you guys are familiar with how they record these things now in a big mm. airplane hangar with thousands of cameras all on the walls and the ceilings, and 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 you um, before you go on the set, they put you in a uh, like a latex full body suit with little uh, patches on it that are, are connectors that allow the computer cameras to see how you're moving. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy. Yeah. And then you had a helmet on with a, a, a metal rod that came out like this and then down like this with a light shining right in your eyes and the microphone. He had gloves on, big heavy boots, and he had to act in that. In that yeah, the, and um, it was really fascinating because the, the scenery, there was almost no scenery on the set. It was just, it, it was um, like props. It, uh, for example, uh, on one episode, I, I got on a horse and <laughs> galloped off. It was a 50-gallon drum, an oil barrel, mm -hmm. and uh, with a tail on it. <laughs> and it on. So when it came time to jump on my horse, I jumped on my barrel. <laughs> But and I, I rolled, so, and I rolled away. <laughs> so, so you you buy barrels and you wear latex. Yeah, I hadn't <laughs> thought of it. Before, but yeah. Sorry, I had to throw that out there. I'll no, I hadn't, I'll, I hadn't thought of that. It may open up open up a whole new uh, area for me. Yeah, could. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Larry, you're awesome. I'm stuck in a car with him for three and a half hours tomorrow, by the way. Yeah, you are. <laughs> so along, you uh, right now I'm in Mass, in Plymouth, Mass, Jefferson, Halifax, Mass. We're heading down to Cornwall uh, on the Hudson. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. And Leo, I believe you said you're in Connecticut? Correct. Yep. Yeah, we're, we're just going to drive by him beep and wave. Yeah. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm over. <laughs> no, I <see. laughs> I, I'm, I'm near the Mystic area. Where? Uh, near, uh, oh, okay, yep. you're a little ways from I'm, I'm in Connecticut. That's why I'm remembering. Okay, uh, whereabouts in uh, Connecticut? I live in Connecticut. That's all he's going to tell you is Connecticut. <laughs> uh, what did you say, Larry? Uh, Norwalk. Oh, okay, nice. Down in oh, Fairfield okay. County. Yeah. yeah. Down close, close to the city. Yep. Close nice. to Manhattan, yeah. Yeah, the Gold Coast. Wow. <laughs> nice, nice. So now we can bring it into one of the illustrious roles that you had, and that was the voice of Lino on Thundercats. Because mm. Jeff wanted to talk about it 20 minutes ago, so I had to make him wait. <laughs> well, well, yeah. I mean, somebody already brought it up, but we didn't delve into it, so I'd like to delve into that. Yeah, most definitely. Okay. What would you like to know? Well, Come how'd on. you get the role? There you go. <laughs> Uh, well, good question. Like everything else in in my business and voiceover, uh, you have an agent, and when people are casting for something, either a commercial or a cartoon show or video game or whatever, uh, they'll call all the agents in 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 New York or in LA and say, "Here's what we're casting this next week, and we'd like to see so and so, you know, uh, or send over whoever you have in your stable can do these types of things, you know." So then your agent calls you and he says, okay, um, uh, Tuesday at three o'clock, you're supposed to go to this particular studio uh, or casting uh, place and um, read for this, for this new show they're doing. It's a new animated series. It's called Thundercats. And they'll tell you about it when you get there. So, you know, so I showed up. And uh, of course, there's a hundred other actors who got there before me and they're all various forms of uh, bullshitting with each other and reading the copy and stuff like that. And then, um, then when you walk in, you see that the walls are all covered with uh, illustrations of the characters and a little paragraph about the characters. And there's a synopsis about a page long of the show itself, what it's about basically, you know, these, these creatures who came from uh, uh, Third Earth, or came from, you know, Thundera and the Third Earth. And then they say, they told us, um, when it was my turn, they said, uh, we'd like you to pick one Thundercat to audition for and one Mutant. You know, those were Mumra and his guys. Mm -hmm. So I picked uh, Lionel uh, basically because he's he was, I could tell he's going to be the star of the show. He was the Lord of the Thundercats. So I figured, you know, what the hell, may as well go for the big guy. Right. And then, yeah, why not? And then as the, for the mutant, I picked a character called Jackal Man. Jackal Man, yep. Yeah. Now, uh, the voices themselves, the voice for Lionel was basically my voice. They told us for the, um, when you read for the Thundercats, themselves, the members of the Thundercats, 
uh, we don't want any, anything cartoony, nothing that sounds like, you know, oh, I need a cartoon voice or anything like that. We want your, your real voice. So that's what it really was, my, my real voice. Uh, as I'm sitting here talking to you guys, you know, it sounds like the uh, Sword of Omens come to my hand, I, Lionel, command it. But on television, it sounds like Sword of Omens come to my hand, I, Lionel, command it. Right. <laughs> and then for Jackal Man, Sorry, I just uh, had a kind of a nerd moment, Dan. My bad. Go ahead. <laughs> I, th I think we all did, Ben. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'll wait for you to clean yourselves up then. Yeah. I got, I got, I got, I got it right here. The towel, towel beside me. We're good. We're good. We can go on. <laughs> okay. Uh, for Jackal Man, I saw the illustration, and it was just, you know what it looked like, this evil, sneaky, you know. In fact, I, I was thinking a jackal. Who knows what a jackal is, but I think it's like a, a, a wolf or something sneaky and it's slimy. Like a hyena. And a, it's like a hyena. Like a hyena. Very, yeah. very good. I didn't think of that at the time, but that, that's what I was trying to think of, that type of, yeah. Um, and I remembered uh, in the back of my mind, I had a, one of my favorite characters from when I was a kid was Snidely Whiplash on uh, Rocky oh. and Bullwinkle. Yes. Remember him? He was, a, he was the yes. stereotypical villain. Had the big, tall stovepipe hat and the cape. I'll get you now and tie you to the railroad tracks. So I thought, aha, uh -huh, that would be a good boy. <laughs> so it came out, so Jackalman Jack to this day sounds like... Um, we must get the Thundercats, yes? <laughs> That's how I got that boy. That's wow. awesome. <laughs> yeah, I, I I had a really a really bad comment, and I decided not to say it. Good boy, I I'm proud of you. <laughs> yeah, me too. I'm... Well, I had to do a jackal man. No, I knew he was going to tell us. But I'm not. I'm not going to tell you. I'm not going to tell you. I didn't <laughs> have to say it. Leo, <laughs> uh, so <laughs> I'll try to save us. Uh, sticking on the the Thundercats, uh, you know, doing the research for this, and I, I try to read up on uh, you know different things that happen. Uh, you had a very interesting story when Thundercats first came out with you in Toys R Us. Oh yeah, yeah. It was actually about. It had been on several months at the time, and that's. I'm not trying to just correct you, but it, it's important to the oh. to why it was. Um, yeah, uh, the show had been on maybe seven or eight months, something like that, <laughs> and we knew it was doing well. The ratings were good, you know, and they were they kept they kept uh, buying new orders, you know, another twenty three shows or whatever. That's how they do it, twenty three shows at a time. And um, uh, about two weeks before Christmas, I went Christmas shopping at Toys R Us, and the last time I had been there, I noticed there there was a, a row of Thundercats, maybe one side of one aisle, you know what I mean. Thundercat stuff. This time I walked in and the whole three aisles on both sides are all Thundercat stuff. And there weren't quite as many He-Man aisles anymore or <laughs> <laughs> Masters of the fucking universe. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm, I'm joking. I have dear friends who work on both those shows. We, you know, we tend to get in little fights like that at Comic-Cans. Well, oh yeah! Um, so anyway, I, I thought, oh my God, that's the moment I knew that the show was a big hit when they're all these, they took up half the damn store. So as I'm walking down the, one of the aisles, there are these two young boys, probably eight to 12 years old, something like that, you know, 10 years old. And they're looking at the, um, rack of action figures. And as I walked closer to them, one boy said, um, I'm going to get um, Panthro. He's the coolest one. He drives the Thunder Tank. And like, the other kid said, yeah, well, I think Tyra is a star of this show. I'm getting him. I couldn't help myself. Yeah, I, I bet. Said, Guys, you know, you should. Why don't you think about getting long? He's the guy who says, Thundercats. Oh! Huh? They both looked at me like, who is this pedophile? <laughs> <laughs> Well, back then you didn't think about stuff like that, you know. Now you can't right, even talk right. to kids, right? Right. But and, uh, it, it's a sad thing. But you know, I'm serious. Uh, <laughs> they looked at me like, mm. so I, I got, finally got smart and just walked away. I get about five feet away from him, and I hear one kid say to the other one, "He didn't even sound like Lionel." <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. And I just thought to myself, "You little shit! If you only knew." You'd be crapping your pants right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, go ahead and get your 
Go ahead and buy your panthro. Go ahead. <laughs> oh my God. I love this guy. I do. I love this guy. I love you too. We'll exchange numbers after. <laughs> yeah. No addresses. I don't need anything nasty. Man. No, no. We'll meet in the hotel. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <clears throat> He'll bring the latex in the barrel. <laughs> I've, done it. I've done it a million times. <laughs> oh, sorry, Leo. <laughs> no, it's okay. Leo's turning red. It only took us... <laughs> 50 minutes this time. Usually it's uh, three, but we t- it took 50 this time. So I, I just... Now. Wait a minute now. I have a beautiful red-headed daughter, and she's always red, too, so that, that may not be due to this. It, 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 <laughs> we, we, we tend to uh, uh, brighten up quite easily. <laughs> Please don't tell me that. <laughs> um, speaking of... Your daughter, I noticed on your forte here that you did a voiceover for the state, uh, oh, yeah. which featured your daughter. No, the, but not the daughter I was talking about. She's not redheaded, but Carrie <laughs> Kennedy's children, yeah. <laughs> well, I just want to clarify in case they happen to see this. Well, you know. just, just you didn't talk about me, Dad. <laughs> yes. Well, see, now you, talked about, now you talked about both of them. Both of them, yeah. Yeah, so they should but be grateful. You, yeah, they should be. Of course. <laughs> um, did you have a question about Carrie? No, I just happened to notice that. that well, yeah, I mean, what was it like? Um, I guess being able to work with your daughter. Oh, it was, it was fantastic. I mean, you know, that doesn't that opportunity doesn't come up very often, you know, in this business to to work right. with your daughter or your stuff like that. Right. Um, yeah, uh, the show started when they were in at NYU. Uh, she and ten guys started a group called um, the New Group, because there had been a comedy group at uh, NYU called the Group, and they graduated. Now she's a part of a thing called the the, uh, the New Group. Is there, uh, a, is there an old ten, group? Uh, well, they are now the old group, but they're now called the State. <laughs> so they they were um, they were performing, uh, you know, at NYU, and then they became very well known around New York. And uh, when they graduated, MTV hired them to do a show with Jon Stewart called uh, You Wrote It, You Watch It. And then they offered them their own show, but they wanted them to change the show from the new group to the state. And I don't know where that came from. I I think Carrie and the guys picked that themselves. I never did ask her where that came from. And uh, so then MTV decided we needed an announcer for the show just at the very beginning of the show. You know, anybody have any idea? Gary said, my dad so i was i was happy to do it yeah i just i think at the very beginning i said something like and now mtv presents the state and i got paid and went home it was fantastic (laughs) (laughs) that's the kind of job i need where i can just go and now they're dorkening yeah right you can just pay leo you could pay me i'll go home well i'm wait a minute i am home (laughs) have a beer and wait for the check right (laughs) right (laughs) <laughs> that's really cool though you know yeah, no, something about the, the the state the incredible thing that was carrying 10 guys who were together all that time in uh in, in, in new york university and then you know got hired by mtv and to this day they're all working they're all doing very well in show business nice 10 of them 10 of them are doing well probably six of them are doing very well and a couple of those guys are just making millions and millions. Uh, Tom Lennon and Ben Garant, they wrote uh, all of the um, Night at the Museum movies and mm-hmm. they yeah. directing movies. But, but the incredible thing to me and, and people I tell, people in the business that I, I tell them about those guys, uh, uh, hard to believe that, that they've all been together this long. And whenever one of them does a movie, you'll find three or four of the other, other state members in it. Uh, movies like Role Models, you remember Role Models? Um, Wanderlust with Jennifer Aniston. You ever see that yep, movie? Yep, yep. Yeah, yeah if Jennifer it. Aniston was in it, I saw it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna say that right now. <laughs> yeah, I got you. I got you. There, I got a great picture of her and my daughter both dressed the same. I, next time we'd, I'll show it to you. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I just wanted to bring up. I know we talked about it uh, a little bit before, but um, actually during the commercial. Uh, let me see if I can pull this up. Here. Well, that's when I was peeing, so I didn't. I didn't. Hear yeah. It. 
Uh, so you have GalaxyCon coming up, and I know a lot of us were missing cons, and uh, right. I, I think this is awesome. So uh, they're doing a virtual con and uh, where mm. people can do video chats, uh, also doing autographs. Uh, you're doing a, um, a call with uh, Rob Pruitt and Chris Phillips. And, Am I? Uh, yeah. He was, he was like, Am I? Am I? Well, I knew I was going to be on the show. and know yet exactly what we were going to be doing. You know? um, so. You're also uh, somebody could do, get a trio of autographs with all of you. Um, and uh, you're doing single autographs as well. I was looking because uh, you, the send ins is cutting off on a seventh where somebody could send you something small to be autographed. I was looking for a Lion-O Funko, but holy crap, those have jumped up in price. Well, that's because it was on our show. Oh, yeah. It, it's uh, <laughs> it's between $400 and $1,100 for Lion-O, the Funko, which is insane. Wow. <laughs> wow. Uh, Wait a minute. Hang on a second. How much for a box of cocoa? Puffs? I believe I have one right back here. Hang on. <laughs> now to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see if it's clean. <laughs> <laughs> my wife makes me leave all my stuff in the bathroom. I don't know why. I thought this would look great in the living room, but no, she says, that. you know, the big guy. That's even going oh, for a uh, really good go. price now, too. That's cool. Yeah. Here's the Funko. This is the one that's what, 700 bucks, you said? Uh, between 400 and 1100 unsigned. Now, if only he can get Larry Kenny to sign it, you know. Oh, you couldn't afford that. You couldn't afford that. <laughs> I was going to say, I'll buy that for a dollar. I got something new for you. This could just come out by uh, Epic Entertainment. Yes. This is a little, it's one of those little plastic boxes. You see it? Yep. And I'm trying to keep it in focus. Ah. This is a little like a Lego type Lionel character. You see it sideways. And then on the back, there's Mr. Wonderful. Oh, that's and awesome. I, I signed it down here on the, on the thing there. Very cool. That's, actually, that's really cool. Wow. Yeah, yeah that's, that's kind of cool. Uh, kind of different. You know? Yeah, that's. Uh, I have the link in the show notes for that as well. Epic Toys. It's uh, it an exclusive. And uh, people can buy it right now. It's only $49.99 to get it autographed. Uh, and that comes with a figure as well. Uh, Jabo asks, uh, "Hey Larry, have you seen the new Thunder Tank that was just been announced?" I have, Jabo. I have. It looks fantastic. It's about eight feet long, as I recall. That's really big. It's two feet long, right? Wow. Yeah, looks pretty cool. Is that Super Seven? Uh, well, why am I? Why well, not? We would not know. We're, we're waiting for Jabo to answer. Yeah, we'll wait for Jabo. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Jabo. Well, let's well, I, I love I it. Think we, I, I think we should wait because it appears that Jabo is our only viewer. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's uh, we've got there's a whole bunch of you. Oh actually. yeah, yes. People being quiet. He's the only one who's coming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh no, there's yeah. a lot okay, of comments. Are oh, they all good? Yeah, they've been coming in. Uh, no, says, oh, Carol, hello. Carol, Kelly says hello. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, Jabo says Super Seven did this, and uh, he said yes, it is. I it's mean, the large one. They've got a lot of new Thundercat stuff yeah. uh, coming out. I guess. Yeah. Silverhawks too, I think. I, I love it that the the uh, you know '80s is coming back again. You know, a lot of right. like like you mentioned, uh, you know, like He Man and Thundercats, and you know, it's it's uh, yeah. you know because all of us that grew up during that time, you know, we're now, you know, old. all we're all old, and a lot of us, <laughs> you know, we have a little bit of disposable cash, and they want that, so they re-release it. You know, sure. like <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Who has disposable cash? Well, I mean, <laughs> no, 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 no. Who you you made it? Who has to? Because listen, you can go to stilltoking.com right now. We have a whole slew of sponsorship okay. opportunities for you. Okay, not disposable, but you know, people oh, like like me will collectible will, cash. Collectible cash, yeah. Like, go to stilltoking.com. You can collect yeah. us. Like, I just. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> you have to put a little something aside. For, for the collectibles, yeah, we throw a Comic Con or something, right? Oh yeah, right yeah, your budget, totally. And when oh, it, Jabo, I'm sorry, Jabo says the Thunder Tank is two and a half it, feet long. Two yeah. and a half feet long, a foot and a half wide. Yeah. Wow, thanks, Jabo. If I do this, I'm waiting for somebody because on the screen it'll say so and so says hello. Yep. So I'm I'm doing. It. 
Uh, and, and just just want a little. Uh, Paul, Lind, yeah. oh. Paul Lind, I used to do him too. <laughs> At least I can do. <laughs> Paul, you know why? You know why cowboys wear leather chaps? <laughs> because taffeta wrinkles. <laughs> God. Uh, I, I just want to give a little uh, tip for uh, people that order the collectibles, like the, the uh, Lino figure. Um, you order, and when it comes in, you tell your wife you pre-ordered it. You forgot all about it so that she doesn't, doesn't get mad. Leo. Leo. <laughs> Leo. You yeah. just gave yourself away. Well, it's, because you know, you know your mom watches the show, and your mom talks to your wife. Yeah. You just oh. well no it's it's, it's the it's the truth because I pre-ordered my stuff like I, I pre-ordered yeah some, you uh... pre-order it and wait for it to come in because you couldn't buy it at the store oh yeah exactly that's not a pre-order that's an order <laughs> if you two if you two don't knock it up I'm gonna turn this car around and go home <laughs> nobody will go to this car. <laughs> Uh, Walter Magnuson is asking, uh, hi, Larry, what was it like working for the legendary Don Imus? I loved your Andy Rooney on the show. Oh, well, thank you very much. Did you ever notice how, <laughs> thank you very much. Uh, what was his name? Uh, Walter Magnuson. Walter, thank you so much. Uh, yeah, I love doing Andy Rooney on, uh, on Imus. And one day I was walking, uh, sixth uh, Avenue, I think 44th street heading for NBC. And I saw him get out of a cab. And I had heard uh, from friends at CBS that he had um, he had heard me doing him on Imus and thought it was okay, you know. Well, for Andy Rooney, that's a rave review, you know. So I saw him getting out of the cab, and I almost I was just about to say, "Mr. Rooney, I'm the guy who does," but you know, I, you don't do that kind of stuff. So I just thought I'd be very general about it, and I said, uh, "Mr. Rooney, I really admire your work." And he goes. Oh, do you? <laughs> Walking through the door. <laughs> oh, do you? <laughs> Not for you. Uh, T. Ferelli uh, McNeil says, I know that trick my husband, J-Bo, tries that all the time. Uh, new boxes keep arriving every day, and I keep hearing how they were ordered months ago. Wink, <laughs> wink. And I, so in defense of J-Bo, you know, because there's scalpers around, we need to pre-order our stuff, and we often forget about it. Uh, like there's new, there's an 86 line, 1986 line of Transformers that just came out. And in order to get them, I had to pre-order them. So it's, uh, yeah. It's, <laughs> otherwise, scalpers <laughs> get them out. I had to. <laughs> I mean, it's a lot of stuff is like Walmart exclusives and you can't, you know, the scalpers hit Walmart and then they go up and uh, you know, are triple the price online. So. I don't know anything about it, but I do have some Lino Funkos if you're interested. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, okay. <laughs> We'll, we'll we'll talk after the show. Oh no, I don't. I, uh, I'll squash that right now. I don't because yeah. I'll be getting watch. all kinds of messages. Now, see, watch this. I can start a fight with one sentence. Okay, mute him quick. I was a he. <laughs> he did too. Yeah. He heard. He heard. I was a he. Click. <laughs> uh, you're well, gonna say you're a. He you are a He-Man person, and then great. you go you go to Toys R Us, you get one aisle. <laughs> oh, okay. Lino had three aisles. Yes. Yeah. I yeah. feel ashamed. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Look at the time. <laughs> Guys, I'm, I'm, uh, I don't mean to be rude or anything, yeah. but uh, I haven't eaten dinner yet, so how much longer do you need? Um, like well, two actually, my like two minutes. almost done, too. We, we Just like two minutes. One more thing to touch on, and then you can run. I promise. So I can give you five minutes. You, like, well, like we said, you did the voice of Lino, and in 2011, you were invited back to Thundercats animated series to play the voice of Claudius. Claudius, his father, yes. Claudius, Isn't that what I said? Yes. What I, oh, I put an E in there. Sorry, sorry, Claudius. Most people say Claudius like you did, but it doesn't matter. As long as it, then my name is right on the check, I don't even call it anything. <laughs> uh, so, um, yeah, close. What? <laughs> 2011, uh, Warner Brothers released a, a new incarnation of Thundercats, uh, on which, it, and it was a prequel to the original series. So I played Claudius. The first three episodes, uh, and that's when Claudius had gotten old and knew he was about to die, and in fact dies in the last episode. Um, 
so I thought it was really cool that Warner Brothers, you know, mm-hmm. would would have me, you know, present the old cast and the original uh, people involved with the show. I, I, I think that was a really nice homage to to, to the fans yeah. too. Yeah. You know, right. to the fans of the original shows, kind of a nice gesture to have. When we were in, uh, uh, in San Francisco Comic Con in 2011, um, nobody had seen the new one yet, so they showed episode one in this auditorium of about 4,000 people. And again, seen, you know, the new, the new thing. And we were backstage, we being um, Will Friedel and, and uh, um, oh gosh, the other members of the cast and the, some of the producers, the Warner Brothers people were there. And from backstage, you know, you could, you could hear something was going on. It's very loud. You, could, you couldn't understand what was being said or anything. You know what I mean? Uh, and at one point, this enormous roar came from the crowd, and everybody went, "Whoa!" And uh, one of the one of the guys from Warner Brothers came over and said, "They just heard you doing the Thundercats ho," and they went crazy. Oh, wow. and I, I just I actually got a little tear in my eye. I thought, "That's you know how nice is that?" You know, that was right. a nice thing. Right. Well, we, I'm just we... even thinking about it now, and I just now it's still. Uh... <laughs> I'm all right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you guys are so easy. <laughs> uh, Larry, oh, go ahead. I, she says I look lost weight. I have lost weight. I've lost uh, almost fifty pounds. Thank oh you. wow! Congratulations. Show that picture of me again. That picture. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh, that picture you showed earlier. Yeah. About fifty pounds ago. Yeah. Thank you very much. I think your name's pronounced Ty. Oh, look at that! What a beast. <laughs> <laughs> Larry, we will let you go eat yes. because I want to go eat too. Well, you're gonna let Leo take us out of the show, oh, okay. but I do want to say thank you so much for yes. coming on with us. Um, you were a true a inspiration ball. for a lot of children thank growing you. up over the years yeah. with the voices in in the in the acting that you've done, um, including me. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. So why don't you then? <laughs> well, I know. Thank you. That so means Leo, a lot to me. It really does when people. Uh, appreciate that. Oh, uh, Billy wants to know: Can you say uh, "Thundercats Ho" before uh, you leave? Sure. He looks just like the guy from the Mad Magazine, doesn't he? He does. Oh, yeah. That's a shame. That's a shame. Uh, <laughs> uh, <clears throat> we get. You want to end with that? Well, I'll go out with that. Sure. With the thunder. <clears throat> everybody, everybody can say it with me. I'll do the. Uh, I'll do the thunder, 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 and then we'll all do Thundercats Ho. How's it good? Say good. Say yes. Sounds good. good. Okay, here we go. Thunder! 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 Thundercat! Oh! oh. Where were you? He he froze a little bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it froze oh. just as you went. Th- I, forgot you, I forgot you the delay. I forgot about the delay. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, thank you very much. Thank you. you. Thank, you. Uh, thank you. Thank uh, you. So uh, we'll let you go, Larry. Where do you like people interacting with you on social media? Uh, Facebook. I'm on Instagram, but I don't know how to work the damn thing. Okay. You never figure out how to post things. And I'm 130 years old. So, but Facebook, I'm a faithful Facebook follower. Okay. And we have uh, your Facebook information in the show notes. So definitely check that out. And we'll let you go, Larry. Thank Thank you you so much for your time this evening. It was a pleasure. It was a lot of fun. I hope I didn't offend you. you. Oh, not at all, Jeff. (laughs) I had a great time. (laughs) Too bad if Uh, I did. (laughs) (laughs) Take care, guys. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you, Larry. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. <laughs> what an awesome dude. Yeah. That was a great. Yeah, he was Holy great. Holy crap. Yep. Uh, so I know you guys, uh, well, I know Jeff needs to go eat, but uh, I know we brought this up before, but, you know, we, we just, you know, to support Larry, you know, it, it's, I know without cons, a lot of people are, you know, cons were a lot of business. And if you've been to cons in the area, you know, Larry, you know, he definitely does all the cons around here. Uh, but definitely check out the Icons of Advertising Virtual Con. Um, and you can get autographs. You can get uh, one-on-one conversations. Uh, and also the Epic Toys and Collectibles. Um, and that, uh, I'll bring that up right here. The figure autograph by Larry as well. And those links are in the show notes. Up above or down below, depending on where you're listening or watching. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, I'll bring us out. So I want to thank everybody for watching. And uh, for me, just Google Leo Pond. You'll find a bunch of stuff. Could be true, could be not. I'm not going to say which is which. And uh, stay tuned at 9 o'clock. We're going to be doing another show live here on the Dorkening Podcast with Network. With who? 
with Han Soto, which is actually from Cobra Kai Season 3. And he is the uh, commander of the camp that uh, captures Crease. Uh, and you find out how Cobra Kai actually got its name, which is that scene. Holy crap, that freaked me out. Right. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> right. Hey, I wanted to, I wanted to make sure that the Dorkman got the proper plug well, on our show tonight for well, what yes. they do. So, for everybody that's watching us, make sure you head over to the Dorkening Podcast Network uh, at nine o'clock tonight. Check out the great shows. I mean, there's so many shows on that network um, that you should probably just tune in like at six a.m. and just fucking leave it on all day. Oh, there we okay? go. Okay, yeah. I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> well, much appreciated. Why am I full that? screen? Oh, because you're chatting. I don't know. I thought I had a booger or something. <laughs> uh, Excellent. So I want to thank everybody. Thank you for tuning in. That was a great show. I had a lot of fun. Uh, right, right. Larry's, Larry's a trip. Thank he's, you, J-Bo. He's, um, a little fucked in the head, I think. Uh, <laughs> no, he's a good guy. Uh, I had a lot of fun. Um, uh, I'm on Facebook. Look me up. Oh, don't. I don't care. Uh, stilltoken.com. Uh, that's where you'll find us. Uh, constantly updated. There's all kinds of shit on there. Uh, go cruise around. Cool beans. Uh, in in regards to Jabo's comment, uh, send me a message. Hit me up on Facebook. Um, we'll get you scheduled on the show. I mean, I'm booking. Um, I'm booking the end of March April. and the beginning of April right now. Right. Yep. Yep. Um, that goes for anybody that watches the show that wants to be a guest. I mean, you just send us a message, man. We're all about it. You know. So to all our uh, veterans and first responders, we want to thank you for doing what you do every day so people like us can come up here and do what we do every day. We love you, and we'll see you next week. We're out of here. Bye. Peace out.